Avon, the best in the, the holy ghetto. Let, let us begin. Uh, welcome everyone to episode four of Bond and the Best Lord. I'm Dean, the Best Lord of Falcon. With me today is Arya, Ghetto Bond, Ektadari. We will be talking about all sorts of crazy stuff in the news in an abbreviated version of our show because I was on vacation and we are recording this at the last moment possible. Yep, 11 <laughs> o'clock. Love it. Yeah. Um, 11 so, o'clock on Tuesday night. We're, re- we're really yeah, on the edge right now. And we're going live on Wednesday morning, so yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Um, but let's just dive right into it. So Fuck I, it, yeah. I, I guess the uh, the funniest thing that I saw would be the the little old uh, Asian lady praying to the the League of Legends deity. Uh, for those those of you who haven't uh, seen it, uh, yeah, I, I guess Riot or Tencent, whoever the hell is the majority holder now, put up a statue of one of their characters, Garen, somewhere in China. Now, I don't, this lady must have been a little senile because. Well, well, no. So, Garen apparently bears a real close resemblance to Guan Yu, which is a historic figure who was deified centuries ago in Chinese culture. I don't know. Like, I've seen the picture of Guan Yu and I've seen a picture of Garen. Oh, I mean that's that's me personally, but I guess like an older lady whose maybe sight isn't as good. Yeah, all right, fine, fuck it. it if, look, as long as she believes that it's I mean, on you, does it really matter? To be fair, looking at the area that that statue is in, it looks totally out of place. Like I don't even know why it's there. I oh, know it does. Yeah, like I I saw the picture. And I was like, I don't I don't understand <laughs> why they put it there. But I whatever, man. I don't I don't pretend to understand corporate corporate entities and what they do and whatnot but uh yeah odd thing just to put in the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> <laughs> poor lady I, I actually do feel bad for her she she bugged out and she's just like i gotta pray she she didn't leave any money or anything right no she okay. just kind of broke down and started like kneeling down to it and then there was a younger lady that walked by and she was just kind of like what is this lady doing it, it sucked, but I mean, it was, it was funny. It, it's it's sad that it happened, but kind of hilarious. Hopefully that old lady's got a sense of humor and could just walk it off and laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of sad, uh, because that was a little tiny uh, funny story, but uh, sadness aplenty with the <laughs> World, of War, World of Warcraft server. The, the la- I guess one of the last vanilla servers to stay yeah. up uh, finally uh, bit the dust. And not for any reason of it not having enough traffic or anything or it not wanting to stay up. Blizzard uh, put the hammer yeah. down on it. Which, uh, you know what? It, it was funny. I saw a, um, a video from uh, JonTron. And uh, he gave his thoughts on it. And I, I mean, if anyone knows JonTron, you should probably go watch it if you have any passing interest in World of Warcraft. He brings up some good points, and, you know, it wasn't necessarily hurting anyone. I mean, you could say that it's taking business away from, you know, the eh. game that's but, out. But, yeah, exactly. These are hardcore yeah. people that want that Vanilla iteration. WoW. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, they don't give a shit about new uh, WoW at all. And that's it's... the thing. They're not going to go play new WoW. You just pretty much shut them out they're, they're not gonna go play the, the new game they don't want the new game they wanted the old game and you took that away from them so so the crazy part is they had 150,000 active accounts on it's that server very impressive for you know active yeah, yeah 150 you would think blizzard would put up a couple of servers that still ran i think that'd be a good idea i'd actually kind of go back and resubscribe 
if Blizzard just had a handful of servers out there that basically took you through each major iteration of World of Warcraft, I think that'd be kind of cool. It it would. Um, however, they've changed the mechanics so radically in the game, uh, it probably wouldn't wouldn't work. To, well, you know what? It, well, no, yeah, it, just it make it a, to be like a standalone thing. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Make it a standalone separate server, and it's like, okay, here is WoW version 1.0, and go run this on your computer. They could put those things out free to play and just charge a monthly mm-hmm. for those. Like, yeah. And 150,000 people, I'm sure if there was an option, they'd be paying 15 bucks a month for it. Or, I mean, not all of them, but I'm sure many of them A fair were. amount. I mean, I'm sure people paid into getting that server up and live. I mean, there were all kinds of uh, admins. Yeah, to run and... the, yeah, they were able to run that server. Yeah. yeah. no, I, Money was, was coming from somewhere. It, very impressive that, for one, that it stayed up that long. Um, and I, I guess this probably was in litigation for a while, you know, trying to keep it up. But, you know, Blizzard's a big company, man. You can't fight them forever. And yeah, they ended up winning. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's their property, and you're, I I guess, turning it into something that's not their vision for what it is right now. So they do have the right to turn it off, and I, I get it. But I mean, I just think it's in bad taste. the The weird part, though, is Blizzard's also one of the more litigious publishers out there. They will sue you if they. Oh yeah. If they have any way, like I mean, that's a. Pr- Granted, that is against their terms and conditions. They were breaking rules. That's fine. I understand shutting it down. I think there's just an opportunity here for Blizzard to just take advantage of this and just post up a freaking vanilla WoW server. See how many people are willing to go back in there. I'm sure new players might even be sort of interested in just going back and checking out that old world that no longer exists. There is no pre-cataclysm World of Warcraft anymore. No, they they broke it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's that's gone. Yes. So yeah. it'd be cool. I mean, I guess part of it is a there's more impact if the changes are permanent. So it really is a new world in World of Warcraft, so to speak, that you can't even go back to the old one anymore. So that's kind of cool, but I don't know. It's one of those like long-term historian type things where I'd like to be able to go back and see the game that I kind of fell in love with back in 2004 again. Oh, I would. I mean, especially because those those raids don't work the way they and, used to anymore. Yeah. So you know, you, you can't go back and visit those. They. I'll, they I'll don't never apply. For, I'll never forget when uh, I think I forget when Sandy, my fiance, started playing World of Warcraft, but it might have been with Cataclysm. And the biggest bummer I remember was when we went to the um, when we went to the mines in. Um, what was the name of the mines there? It's not the haunted mines. Dead mines. The dead mines. Yeah, we went in there, and I'm I'm super excited for that last room, and I'm like, this is gonna be like an epic boss fight. It's gonna be awesome. It's like the first dungeon you're gonna do. Oh no, they nerfed the fuck out of that thing, man. Yep. And it became, and then she was kind of like, that was it, and I'm like, it wasn't like that before. So yeah, I remember the well. I mean, in the original game, uh, for people who don't know, Deadmines was like the first real, real dungeon yeah, you had. Yeah, dungeon of the game because on the Horde side they had a lower one. I think it was called Wailing Caverns, and that was all right. Yes, but it definitely wasn't what the Deadmines were. You needed strategy between five people perfectly yep. to get it to work. And I mean, even sometimes you got shit luck, and like a you know passing mob would jump in when you they weren't jumpy, supposed yeah. to. Yeah. 
and you know you wiped um and it 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 was challenging for anyone in that level range i mean even people like outside that level range you know maybe five or six levels higher trying to help you out you could still wipe there was a pretty big like um danger there and they they took all of that away from it they made it easier to level up um to get to that that end game which was yeah it blizzard's focusing on and it shouldn't be about that it should be about you know the road to end game and then there should be some yeah like stuff. there's a there's a journey in that in that road to the end game and it's weird because with with current world of warcraft i feel like they've trivialized so much of the early game like pay your way to get to level 100 well, that, that's like, what i was gonna say if, if you could pay to do it it, it is trivialized yeah. you know there's there why even bother doing it at that point? And the worst part about it is there are so many cool... I actually think some of the starting areas are some of the coolest areas. I'll never forget... Uh, what was it? Duskwood? Oh, Duskwood was scary, man. Duskwood was amazing. That was our introduction to, like, Stitches. Yep. Yep. That's that's where he... Well, I mean, unless you're a Warcraft uh, 3 fan, but if I mean... Well, they were abominations yeah, in Warcraft yeah, 3. I, yeah, like, St- this is, Stitches was this the is first. Stitches himself. Yeah. 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 It, was, uh, it was something. Uh-huh. And I mean, it was weird because that was right across the river from yes, the, uh, uh, Redshire, uh, Goldshire, which was the starting no, so, point. So it it actually connected to both. Yeah, you're right. It the actual natural connection to it was actually in that crossroad between Goldshire and Redshire, and you could either fork into Redshire or go into dusk. Uh, what was it duskwood? duskwood and if yeah. if you went in the wrong order that just meant bad news for you yeah you you basically ran in there and a wolf just killed you right away and you're like well not supposed to be there so and the transition was really cool from like goldshire which is like this it's almost like a shire from the from the hobbit to suddenly dark eerie kind of nightmarish halloween town yeah i thought that was really cool yeah and um you know World of Warcraft, I mean, a lot of people forget because it's been out for so long, but before this, there was really only EverQuest, and for yeah. a lot of people, World of Warcraft was the first MMO that people got into. I mean, it was for me, and it, I I just remember, like, walking around and seeing all these, you know, expansive places, you know, no load times in between. You were, you were just yep. there, you know? You were in the world. You were in Azeroth. Yeah, and I, I mean, it was just amazing experiencing it all. Uh, and You know what? It's sad because I'll, I'll never get that same feeling again. It'll never reach that. Yeah, it'll... I mean, and the weird part is I feel like over the years, what they've done to convenience the player, I think, has actually hurt the community. And this is, again, I'm not hardcore World of Warcraft anymore, but just kind of like an outsider OG perspective looking in. I remember back then when you ran a dungeon, when you ran raids, you actually had to meet people in your server. Oh, yeah. And you had, like, I remember waiting in front of the en- the entrance to dungeons, just like, I need yeah, somebody just, to help me do this. Screaming your, your level. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah somebody cool. help. Yeah. Whereas now you literally go to the entrance. It does a matchmaking thing. You can get matched up with people from different servers. And it's weird because they'll run through it. They won't even talk to you. And when you're done with the dungeon, it just knocks you back out to your world. And you'll never see those people again. Yeah. uh, It's weird that it just kicks you out because there's an exit to all these these dungeons like you you can leave on your own but now yeah. it's just like all right yeah you know we'll, we'll kick you out for you it's 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 very convenient and it takes a lot of the experience uh out yeah. of it because it, it's so you don't have to talk to now. people yeah, yeah yeah no it's 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 a bit of an upsetting thing just because um 
I like I remember I remember the coolest thing, and and now I think the I don't know if you when was the last time you played World of Warcraft? Uh, mine is fairly recent. Mine's I, been a, mine was a couple of years ago. Whatever when the Worgens were in, that was the last one I played. That's a long time ago. Okay, so here's what I don't know if it was like this then, but they've also I'm assuming with player population decreasing a lot because they peaked around like 12 million subscribers, which is insane. They're around five five and a half million right now, which is still incredible for a 12 year old game. So. What what threw me for a loop was when I entered the game and all of a sudden I see a username in front of me. Like, let's say I've got a character in front of me. I see their username slash their server name. And that's when I found out people from other servers can kind of cross. So there's like cross zones where because the population's dropped so much and they refuse to just consolidate servers, they've connected servers. So... You might run into somebody in Goldshire that's not even on your server. And then it's weird because then when you leave Goldshire and if they're leaving with you, they disappear when they go to another zone. Because that part isn't connected. So people just kind of vanish out of the game. And that bummed me out. Yeah, I, again, it, it takes a lot of the, the fun experience. I'll, like, I'll never see that guy again. Mm-hmm. I mean... um. The closest I got to experience this again was I, I went and tried out the newer version of Final Fantasy fourteen, And um, th- that game visually... I hear, I hear positive things about that. The new one's very good, but visually is, is you know, what I'm looking for because that that's what I felt in, in World of Warcraft. But the thing is, after a while, you know, the graphics became antiquated and they could, you know, try and put however many new coats of paint they want over it it's still not gonna look fantastic yeah the art design held that game up yeah um, more than anything now you go over to final fantasy and everything's hyper realistic and Uh. like absolutely like the the fucking sky's got clouds going past in it you know water's running and stuff (laughs) it's it's really really pretty to look at i mean i I remember i was just uh hanging out waiting for one of my friends to uh, come by and, uh, like, I'm seeing fish go by in the river and stuff. I'm just sitting there watching. I'm like, this is just a really nice screensaver if That's I really cool. wanted it to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no- nothing's really going to hit that same uh, experience that the original one did because it was just the perfect storm of doing everything right and there not being anything out there like it. Now you have all these free-to-play ones that everyone's tried and it, it's just it nothing's the same. And I mean World of Warcraft, as we've been saying, isn't even the same anymore. So yeah, yeah. I mean, b- back to the, the topic. Um, it sucks that they shut down the vanilla server. Um, I'd, for... I'd pay Blizzard to keep up at least one vanilla server just so I can go back and experience it. Y- you know what's funny? Um... Uh, th- that that video from I'll have to put it in the, the the show notes. Um, there he takes a clip from BlizzCon where someone asked, "Would you ever consider um putting back up a vanilla server because there's a you know a, a demand yeah for demand it. for it." And the guy just gave the douchiest response ever and kind of like shot the kid down. I'm like, I uh. I, I get it, you know. You, what is it, a no? I'm assuming it's just a no. It, it was a little bit worse than that because he was like, you know, don't even talk about it. And I'm like, bro, c- 
Wow. Even in a funny way, like, eh, it's still kind of douchey. You're still a dick, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, I guess he took it as the kid's trying to bastardize his product, or that's what he took it as, but that's not what it is. Like, we appreciate all the work they've put into it, but some people just don't enjoy you know, that iteration. You know what else, though? For the most part, from my understanding, the A-team of World of Warcraft, the original team of world of warcraft stopped working on that game around the second expansion burning crusade or, yeah okay. and then, uh, no the wrath, one wrath, wrath of the lynch, lynch king, king. Yeah. they did that and then they were done then they went on to work on titan which got canceled and they became overwatch like joel kaplan um does that does that sound his name is it it's like something like that shit i feel so bad that i don't remember it um original designer behind world of warcraft is working on overwatch so those guys i probably get somewhat insulted because people want the thing that wasn't created by them and i think a lot of people look at the new stuff a little more negatively it doesn't have that original magic to it no no it doesn't um Again, it. I mean, I guess we're just kind of beating a dead horse. Yeah. Now, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's just if if it was us, we'd we'd probably want a vanilla server instead of going to whatever fucking Warlords of Draenor. Is that the new one? I, uh, I think that is. Yes, the new one's coming out in August. There's another expansion yeah, coming out you know, this August. And again, uh, either. I'm I'm not saying you have to take down the servers, but begin development on a new IP, not even an IP, a sequel like. The engine needs to be redone. Like there's no other way around it. It's it's getting old. You can't keep you know. Sl- yeah, expansions don't paint. bring people back the way they like. Expansions used to bring tons of people back. It doesn't do that anymore. Well, it, it doesn't when you're five or six expansions in because all yeah. you're doing is all right. We put in a new dungeon. All right, we put in a new area. All right, yeah. we put in new bosses, new items. And if it's right. not that great to begin with, it's like. You you put in new stuff that people don't really care for, nah. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it's whatever. I mean, uh, granted, we we just thought it was a uh, an interesting story and a, a little bit on the sad side. Yeah, I'm still amazed. Hundred fifty thousand active accounts on a private server. That's a crazy number. Yeah, no that that is a very crazy number. But uh, what else is crazy? Uh, you you said there is a. Rockstar lawsuit going on. I only oh. I only read a little bit about this, so why don't you uh, fill oh, me in a little bit? This is insane. So I'm going to mispronounce this name. I'm just going to start off by saying that Leslie Benzies, and I'm I'm not sure about the last name. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Is a is the former president of Rockstar North, and he is suing Take Two Interactive for a hundred fifty million dollars. In unpaid uh, royalties, hundred fifty million. That's how good Grand Theft Auto does. <laughs> so, one guy entitled to hundred fifty million. So, basically, what happened was, right around the beginning of twenty fifteen, uh, they or like end of twenty fourteen, he began a sabbatical from the company. They basically told him, you know what, you know, we just put out GTA Five. Uh, don't worry, take a break. Uh, and then come back in the, in about six months. That's what he was told to do by the uh, Hauser brothers. So the other two big guys at uh, Rockstar North. And the Hauser brothers have always been the creative guys. And Leslie Benzies has always been the guy that apparently gets stuff done. He's a programmer. Right. So whenever shit's not on schedule, whenever they're falling behind and they, they need to clean up, they always call this guy Leslie Benzies in. 
So they told him, all right, you know, we, we're done with production. Take time, take time off. They told him six months. He tries to come back to work and they're emailing him during the six months. Like, yeah, everything's going great. Don't worry. Can't wait to have you back. Blah, blah, blah. When six months are up and he goes back to the office, he is not let in by security. And he is told that he's got to go in, pack his stuff and then leave. Wasn't exactly fired, just told not to come back. So now he's saying that he was basically forced out. He wasn't fired. He he didn't quit, but he just wasn't ever let back into work. And he's saying, "Well, I'm due. To, I'm due all these royalties from because they had some kind of um. Those three had some form of a profit sharing agreement with um." With Take Two Interactive, right, and and the, he's just now he's suing him for saying no, you owe me one hundred fifty million, and apparently he's getting countersued. Um, I don't know. Wh- so I read that he's being countersued. I don't know if it's that or if they're just trying to drop the case, because countersuing. I don't know what you could sue this guy for. Um, I thought that was just an insane story. I I think it's insane that you know. Y- on one hand, you know, they're telling him, all right, everything's fine. You know, take your time, no rush. Can't wait to have you back. And then they're just like, well, fuck you, you know. And what's what's crazy is Rockstar North tends to be sort of secretive with everything. But if this goes to court, they've got to just put out emails and transcripts and they everything. They the books on uh, everything. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that's just sort of sad that the video game industry is like that, which is, I, I mean... I guess a little bit into my life. I started going to school for uh, game design, and then I uh, I said fuck this because I found out the amount of hours and everything. Oh and, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and you know I I was bug testing a game. I told them the bugs, and they just said, "Oh fuck it." And I'm like, I, "That's that's not like, how thanks. you do things, man." <laughs> like I told you what's wrong with your game, and you're not gonna fix it. And uh, yeah, after that, I was I, I gave it another couple months, and I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this, and I I went and did other things now. But yeah, um, so even at the top level, it's that's, there are that's just massive douchebags yeah, there. You know, it's uh, I guess there's not a, enough rules and restrictions in place to you know hold people to this. I mean, the the video game industry is pretty much like the wild west. You know, people get hired, fired, entire companies bank their whole stake on uh, one, one game. thing you know it's yeah. scary fucking shit man you know when you know your entire livelihood is riding on this one thing that you're working on it, and it's scary the, the the crazy part about it is this guy saved multiple projects at at take two uh, apparently he came in last minute to get Red Dead Redemption back on track. Because remember, that game was in development for like 8 million years. And it wasn't until he got directly involved that they actually re- corrected the course of the ship and got that game out. So he seems to be the guy that got stuff done and just got pushed out one way or another. So, And I mean, not for nothing. I don't know all the details. I feel like if he walks away with a $150 million check out of all of this after not working for basically a year and a half, that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> that would be insane. He'd have a nice uh, payday, man, if this uh, goes through for him. But I, we'll see. You know, it's it's really in the early stages right now, so we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I'm, I'm 
very happy, you know, that that's not me and I'm not in that field. I I wouldn't want to have that sort of pressure on me. Although I feel like if you're going if you're going to court for 150 million dollars, you're probably not starving. So, nah, yeah, I guess you're right. He, at that he's point. he's probably doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. I I can't imagine him really being hard up for cash if he's willing to sit <laughs> yeah. in court and litigation and stuff. And just not work for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of bananas. What if that was all part of his plan? Just like, yeah, I'm not going to go to work, but I'm also not going to quit. I'm going to fucking sue you. Fucking conspiracy, man. Illuminatis. That's true. Yeah, I shouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't go there. Oh, the rock star Illuminatis. Actually, if anyone's going to be Illuminati, I'd probably say rock star is a good place to start. Oh, uh, yeah. That, they wouldn't be too far off. Yeah, yeah. Well, Everything about him just reeks Illuminati. It kind of does. All, always secretive about their shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess we don't. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything there's we're looking forward to coming up. Oh, Star Fox is right around the corner. Uh, did you? So, oh, go ahead. About Star Fox, mm-hmm. I heard the biggest Nintendo fanboy of all time that works for the press say that. This game made him realize he doesn't want any more Star Fox. Wow. So I don't know. Apparently, it's basically Star Fox 64. Uh, well, I mean, I, I was assuming it was probably going to go back to basics because um, Assault was a bit too far out of the norm. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I was playing Star Fox Command for the Nintendo DS on the Wii U emulator, and I had fun playing that. It was a pretty good game. Uh, but that came out ten years ago, so it's been, <laughs> it's a, been long, a while. It's been a long time. Uh, uh, did you hear that they're gonna release a uh, a short with puppets tomorrow? No. Uh, oh wait, I, yeah. It's either tomorrow or Thursday that they're gonna release it. Uh, it's it's like a it's a puppet short. I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's for their with their treehouse or whatever that they're gonna be doing. I'm kind of excited to see it. I don't know how long it's gonna be, but I mean. I, I like the Star Fox puppets. Their commercial actually had the puppets in it, so I yes. that, was, that was pretty cool, man. You know, I remember that a little bit a uh, little bit of nostalgia calling back there. And like I said, I mean they're not saying, I and they're not advertising it that you know it's going to be the brand new thing, redesigning Star Fox or whatever. They've pretty much like advertised it as you know you loved old Star Fox. Here's more of that. I don't. That's the weird part. I don't know if I loved old Star Fox. I think there's a large audience. I'm not saying you do, but I'm I'm saying there is a large audience that wants that back. Because to most people, it's either the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo 64 version of Star Fox that is their favorite Star Fox game. You're never going to hear anyone say Star Fox Adventures is their favorite Star Fox game. My question is, was Star Fox ever that good? I think it was a cool idea with cool characters um, and an all right game. Uh, I I think at the time it was really good. And I think for those generations, it's very good. I think if you play it now, it hasn't aged that well. Right. It's that's what I'm saying. It's because you can go ahead and play any one of the uh, I mean, compare it to some of the Star Wars games on the GameCube. Uh, like the ones where you're on Hoth, you know, you're on the fucking snow speeder and shit. You're tying the damn 
uh, cables around the Adat's legs and stuff. Oh God, I remember that. That that is an insane flying sequence, and I mean those those games handled really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, I don't think Star Fox sixty four can compare to that. And they can I, do that. Again, <laughs> I'm I'm not saying it, that's that's a generation difference, but then you know if you compare Star Fox Assault to Star Fox uh, to to the Star Wars, I think it's a Something in the Empire. I can't remember the name of the game, but um, I, I I don't think they they're comparable. I I think Star Fox isn't as good as the Star Wars game was, and they came out in the same console. But that's just me. I mean, I'm sure someone else has a different opinion. Yep, I'm gonna keep my expectations low for Star Fox. So hopefully I'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'm I'm gonna get it. I'm I'm hoping yeah. it's good. You know, uh, I'm I can always use a fun new Wii U game though. I have to get back into Pokemon now that I got my controller. Oh, have you tried that? No, I haven't. Uh, what? I, well, what happened was I got. Oh, you were away. Yeah, and I, yeah. I went on vacation and now gotcha. I'm back. So, uh, probably Thursday or Friday I'll get a chance to try it because tomorrow's gonna be a little chaotic. I, we got the whole um, Stone Age Gamer podcast to do and whatnot. Uh, right, right. But right. after that, on Thursday, I should have some free time to plug it in and give it a shot. And then and we're live streaming it. Yeah, yeah, we could totally do. Why that. not? Yeah, yeah. yeah should, let's freaking live stream yeah. this. I, I don't, I don't see why not. That that should be something we can do. Sick. But I think that's yeah. We're gonna hit thirty minutes. Wow, look at that. We are boom we are, right on yeah, time. We're on track. Um. So if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can always shoot us an email at mail at geekade.com. You can always reach us individually. I am at on Twitter kimono underscore vestlord, and Aria is at ghetto bond. Look at that. It's, All one word. It's that easy. It's that. That easy. easy. Uh, remember, if you like the show, remember to leave us a five-star review. It really means a lot to us. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, fucking... What about the new Google Podcast section in the Google Play Store? Is that a thing? It just became a thing today. Oh, I got to find out more information about God it. God damn it. You know what? One of the guys on our website's going to hear this, and he's going to be like, you got to get your shit up there now. And now I'm going to have to do yep. that for every freaking podcast. Uh-huh. You can could, you could edit this part out. It was for Windows phones, <laughs> not not Android. No one has that, so it's okay. <laughs> All right. I think that covers it for this episode of Bond and the Vessel. We'll be back next week with more video games coming at you at light speed. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I know. That's sick. Yeah, till then, uh, keep bonding your vestments. Have a good night. Booyah. Good night.